Hello, lovely people. And it is it is a happy Thursday. It is almost Friday. We're about 10 minutes away from Friday. I miss you guys. I missed talking to you guys and I feel so bad that I have not uh, made an episode and it feels like forever. It really does feel like forever. And um, I just want to say I have a lot of really valid excuses. So please um, sit and listen to them all while I um, go through them. So <laughs> the first one is school. Uh, school has been absolutely insane. Um, I I think I told you guys I switched my major uh, to communications. And so that has not only put me behind in my graduation time, it has also added on things to my list of things to do that I did not want added on to my list of things to do. But it's fine. Like, I'm much happier in my comm major. I think it's it's going to be more productive. I think it's something that I will actually find self-fulfilling. And I think that's very important if you're going to pay for an education. Uh, what else? Uh, work. I, I got a job. Not to brag or anything, but I finally, finally found a job. Um, that does not mean that I'm not, uh, so deep in bills that I might die, but, uh, I am finally able to throw a little cash at them. So that's always a really great feeling. Um, God has really provided for me for the last couple of months and it's felt really, really, really good. Um, two major things. Um, one, I became a mentor through my school um, and I have a little buddy and his name is Elijah and he's literally the most adorable thing ever. And I get to hang out with him for the rest of the semester, which is super cool and super fun for me. It gives me kind of a head start on trying to figure out how boys work. Uh, it, it prepares me for my, uh, soon to be nephews coming, uh, and the next two months ish. Yeah, my best friend and my sister are due a day apart from each other, and I'm ecstatic. Uh, and the other major thing is I have been asked to be on the board for the YWCA of Muncie, and I think I might take them up on their offer. I actually sent out an email to the lady that invited me, and uh, and she just emailed me back and she was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited, and I'm so excited, and I can't wait um, to see what uh, that holds for me. Um, I think it'll be a really great opportunity to uh, kind of get a hands-on experience of what it'll be like um, for my future ministry, if uh, that's what I get to do in the future. If not, it was a great experience still. Um, I still got a man. <laughs> which is crazy. Uh, it's been going on three months on the 20th. And I'm so, like, I he's he's literally perfect. He's perfect. Uh, he makes me mad sometimes. But uh, that's because he tells me the truth. And uh, I don't like the truth. 
but it's very necessary to hear the truth. So there's that. Um, what else? I am behind in getting prepped for my missions trip to the Czech Republic, and I feel absolutely awful about that. Um, but it's all going to come together. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's it's months away. It'll be good. We're fine. It's fine. We're not going to stress about it. Right? Right. <clears throat> so today, guys, um, I am going to talk about uh sacrifices um just in in celebration of my new relationship and my new job as well um there are a lot of things that i've discovered about myself that um i've really had to work through and let go uh we can start with the relationship. So my boyfriend is, when I tell you he's perfect, he's he's absolutely perfect. He, uh, for me, let me just verify, he's perfect for me. He's not perfect for any other girl. Okay, just me. And uh, so he's he uh, plays a big bar- part in the church that we attend. And um, he's he's works with the youth and he interns with the youth pastor and um, so many things that he's done. And I'm just super, super proud of him. Uh, he has a job at the bank, so he dresses all fancy and he has a name tag and like all those really awesome, crazy things that um, people with really nice, big, big adult jobs have. And um, I've already kind of talked about uh, how I've struggled with having him be kind of, you know, the sole provider in the relationship at the moment. Not anymore because your girl got a job. But um, I not only have struggled with that, I have struggled with kind of my selfish desires. So I I have a plan. And it's it's a very like a I'm a single woman plan. And the more serious that Abe and I get, uh the more and more I'm looking at my single woman plans and they're flying out the window one by one. Um there's a lot of things that I struggle with like <laughs> Walking into a church that I've gone to since May and um, being, you know, tracked down by people and like, oh, you're the new girl. You're Abe's girlfriend. Let me introduce myself. And it's just kind of annoying because it's like, no, I've been here since since May. And you're just realizing that I exist because I'm dating somebody that's important. And it just kind of like it takes a blow to my ego, and that's what I'm struggling with. And um, and I'm petty, so the first thing that comes to mind when these things happen, it's like I'm leaving the church. I don't want to be there anymore. Like I can't. I don't want to. I don't want it. And I think that it's it's taken some time, but the more and more I complain about it to my parents, and the more and more you know I I think about it. I'm realizing, uh, thank you, Bailey, my lovely roommate, for telling me this. Uh, 
my issue isn't with the church. My issue isn't with not being greeted like the right way, quote unquote, whatever. It's the fact that I have no control of this situation. And I'm not saying that I'm a control freak, but it's a possibility. I do like having control over things. I like having the sole, sole power to make a decision and dip out. And she made a really good point that like if I was that bothered by it, then I would have left earlier. And I think now that I'm in a relationship, I it's not that I don't have the power to leave the church. It's I now have an obligation at the church and I have a boyfriend at the church. And me leaving the church not only could possibly jeopardize my relationship, I think that would also also take a, a support system away from Abe. I, um, I've come to realize that, you know, I have a lot of responsibilities as a girlfriend. I'm not just a girlfriend. I'm not just a, a dinner date. I'm not just, I'm, I'm more than that. I am a support system. And that makes me very nervous because, you know, I'm a nervous wreck all the time. My life is a mess. So how could I be a support system? But ladies, we are are supposed to be a man's peace of mind. The world is hard enough and we we need to be those people that he can vent to and come to and, and walk away filled with peace. And that is my prayer on a daily basis that I bring him peace and I pray that everything that he does in life is not just for um the glory of God but also to if like make sure that he is fulfilling uh what what he views as the best thing and um and I'm starting to like realize that, you know what, like I do what I do because I think it's best for me. But the closer you get in a relationship, you start thinking like, oh, but is it best for the both, both of us? As long as it's not like abusive or anything, guys, if you're in a good relationship, you're going to want to think about the other person. You take them into consideration. Oh my gosh. Stop. Go away. <sighs> I'm home alone and the cats are playing. They're freaking me out again. So um, so the second situation is my job. Uh, so I got another serving job. I work at Chili's. Yes, welcome to Chili's. I am literally a living vine and it's just the best thing ever. It's actually not. I've really struggled um, with it. Uh, the last thing that I wanted on this earth is another serving job. I was so ready to have a big girl job and have a set income and no stress and an out time. And yeah, no, none of that happened. I'm at Chili's selling margarita and bottomless chips. And uh, I think it was after the first weekend of work, I came home. I, I cried on my way home. I cried up on my way up three flights of stairs. And I sat in my apartment and cried and cried and asked God, why on earth am I still serving? Like, uh, you, like I, I was like, you know, you know I don't like this. You know I don't want it. Why am I here? Come on. Like, there's, something's got to give. 
And um, as I as I worked this week, I met a lot of really encouraging people. And there was a couple tonight actually that I met, and they've been married for like. 34 years and and a really really solid Christian couple and they were just so encouraging and and it's one of those things that I came to realize that God places the right people in your life at the right time to encourage you. He knows when you're feeling down. He's aware of it and he's going to do what he can to make you realize that you know what? He's there. He's sovereign and there will be encouragement when you need it. And I started to realize that my questioning for why I was so upset about having a serving job, even when even when I needed a job, like, why am I being picky? You know, like, Megan, the bills are piling up. Why are you being picky about your jobs? I'm realizing that I didn't have control of the situation. You know, I don't, as a server, you don't have control. You're not higher up. You're just a server. You're picking up people's trash and and you're picking up their plates and you're dealing with verbal abuse on a daily basis. Your managers don't care about you. Your coworkers don't care about you. It's just, it's trash all the time. And I hate the fact that I didn't have control over whether or not I had to be in that atmosphere anymore. And so putting those two different scenarios together, guys, being in control should not be your top priority, okay? I want what is best for everybody. And over the last couple of weeks, I've had to come to the realization that I am here to serve others. I'm not here for myself. Uh, which sometimes sucks because I 100% want to be here for myself 24-7. But in a relationship, you can't be selfish. In a workplace, you can't be selfish. In any in any any place, you can't be selfish, guys. There's a certain amount of self-care that you have to give yourself, obviously. Please, shower yourself. Wear deodorant. Brush your teeth. Things like that. But when it comes to big world stuff... In relationships, you have to put others first. Unless, of course, like I said before, it's abusive. We are raised in a society where we should always come first. And then we wonder why our relationships fall apart. We wonder why we lose jobs. We wonder why, you know, everybody thinks our attitude sucks. Guys, it's because we are not serving the way we are meant to serve. And, you know, I think that this, these past couple of months, even, it's been such a huge learning experience for me um, because, you know, I had these two different scenarios that I always feel like should be peaceful, but that doesn't mean that they're always going to be peaceful. And I want to continue to make choices for myself and not think about anybody else. But I have to remember that 
there's a possibility that a choice that I make might jeopardize my relationship. And I would never, ever, 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 ever in a million years want to jeopardize my relationship. And a choice I might make might jeopardize my job. And I never, ever, 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 ever in a million years want my job to be jeopardized because I need it, you know? And I think what people don't understand, I'll say it again, like, we are here to serve. And when you have a servant's attitude about things, it makes life so much easier for you. You know, that doesn't mean it's it's not exhausting, but you feel so satisfied at the end of the day knowing that you did everything, not just for yourself, but for others. It's so satisfying. It really is. And so, you know, in this season of life where I'm busy from 8 a.m. to, you know, midnight, 1 a.m., depending on the day, sometimes all night, there is no way that I pull power from being selfish. I pull power from the fact that I am waking up and I am serving others. It's such a great, great feeling, and I encourage you guys to do the same. You know, as a college, as a mentor, um, I have a nine-year-old boy looking up to me and seeing how I'm acting. If I'm acting selfish, he's he's already selfish. He's nine. He's going to, you know, think that that's okay. And I want him to understand that the world does not revolve around him. It revolves around everyone at the same time. We have to serve others. And, and I'm hoping, you know, a position on a board for the YWCA is a big thing. It's a huge thing. But I can't be of service and I can't be a positive influence unless on a daily basis I am waking up and I am thinking, what can I do to help somebody else? How can I let go of control over this situation? Okay, it sucks. I love having control. And that's a big issue that I've had since day one. I don't like authority, which also, especially from men, which makes my life a little bit uh, weird, uh, especially being that, you know, I have a whole boyfriend and he knows he gets it. Like, I, I you know, he knows that I think that men should just be quiet all the time in the nicest way possible. You guys know what I mean by that. But he also sees that I make an effort every day to make sure he understands that I respect him and that someday, if he ends up being my husband, I respect him even in that situation and the decisions that he makes, as long as they're not immoral or, you know, destructive. And, and it's the same thing with my managers on a daily basis. I make sure to let them know that I 100% respect them and what they do. You know, I don't mouth off to them or talk back. And I let them know that they have control over the situation. You know, that's just part of life, guys. And it's not, it's not an awful thing not to have control. Sometimes it's easier. Sometimes it's more peaceful to just not have control. So I encourage you guys today, tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow, today, today, it's, it's, it's eight past midnight. 
I encourage you guys to find a way to serve somebody this week, next week, all weeks. I encourage you to open your eyes, let go of a situation that you feel like you have to have control over, and just see how much peace it brings you in your relationship, in your workplace, and whatever it is. See how you could serve others this week because it could be absolutely life-changing. And please, 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 please message me, shoot me a message, and tell me how that went for you guys because I really, really want to hear about it for sure. <sighs> we are at 20 minutes, guys. I I could tell we were reaching, reaching 20 minutes because I run out of things to say after I'm done saying what I need to say. And I know I say this like almost every, (laughs) almost every episode, but it's so, so true. Oh, guys, I, I enjoy doing these episodes and I thank you so much for the support that you guys give me. You show so much love and it's so encouraging. I am hoping that I can get another episode out for you guys this coming Wednesday. Don't me, don't hold me to that. I might be, I might be crying in the corner somewhere. Um, But until then, guys, see you, talk to you next time. In her voice, in her way, that she love me With her eyes, with her smile, with her belt, with her hands, with her money I am the thesis of her prayers Her nieces and her nephews are just pieces of the layers on